Welcome to Talk Pop C. My name is Carolina Flores, and I'm the resident philosopher. And I'm speaking with Aaron Eastburn. Welcome, Aaron.、Um, so, what do you do? I'm a software engineer. Awesome.、Um, does art play a big role in your life?、Uh, a fairly big role. I, I, most of my friends are, I guess, more directly involved in the arts. Like, How、uh, come?、Uh, I don't know. I tend to be attracted to artists. I think I don't. I, I don't actually. Not friends with many software engineers.、Hmm. <laughs> What do you think it is about artists that draws you to them?、Uh, I really don't know. I think there's. I don't know. Certainly, my group of friends I've drawn to just for their empathy for more than anything. People I've encountered sort of through happenstance who.、Uh, Felt a connection with. Did you say their empathy? I didn't hear that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that that's a feature that is that's especially important for an artist to have?、Uh, I would assume so. If you're making something that's more than just technique, then yeah, of course you would.、Uh, we're all humans. You would need empathy to be able to convey anything. Well, it could be that your art is about、uh, like na nature, or that it's not about anything, right? That it's not representational. Do you think empathy matters in those cases too?、Um, I think it does. I think you, there's a, a kind of empathy for how other people experience the world that is important for even those、Great. sort of artistic portrayals. Like for something for I don't know a landscape to be impactful, it still it still requires. Me as like or someone as an artist to understand like what is compelling about that landscape to humans to anyone. Yeah, great. So、uh, the idea is something like well,、um, artists are producing objects that are meant to elicit responses in other people,、um, and for that they need to like have a sense of how other people also see the world. Yes. Yeah.、Mm. Why is that not true of software engineers who are producing, you know, software that other people are going to use?、Um, I, I guess for for what I do, I don't. I'm not always working with like a user in mind. I'm working on processes that are just kind of you know a wheel within a wheel. Like it's so. I, I think there is. Like a certain amount of software engineering that does require empathy. Like certainly, if you're, if you have to imagine how, it's maybe a more shallow empathy. But if you have to imagine how a user is going to interact with something you've built, that's that's important. If you if you need to under to if you need to puzzle about whether someone's going to understand an interface that you give them, like that's. I think that's a really meaningful thing to examine while you're making something. But I, I think most of what I work on is much more technical than that. It's kind of more on the mathematical side. Great.、Um, yeah. Well, I think that stuff is interesting too. But to、um, kind of return to the like art、um, side of things,、um, you suggested that the empathy that's involved in software engineering, even when it is involved, is like more shallow than the one involved in art. What does that mean to you?、Um, 
the idea of like deep or shallow empathy. Like the, the concerns would be for a software engineer typically, like does somebody or how would somebody understand this thing? Um, which is having empathy for kind of a more, a less emotional like experience on the other person's part. That's sort of as deep as it goes or it, it, for a lot of software engineering. I, I don't really need to understand how, you know, a piece of financial software is going to make someone feel other than whether it makes them confused or not. So it's something like, it's sort of purely functional. It's like, can people use this or not? Whereas yeah. in art, there's something about um, uh, wanting to cause people to have an experience or maybe one of a range of experiences, yeah, to like have, emotional experiences when they engage with the artwork. Yeah, to have impact on them or to really... Yeah. Can you say some more about what you think this impact is? So it sounds like, in part, you think an important component of it is emotions, so the stuff people feel. Yes. Um, what else? And which emotions? And On, when talking about art? or mm -hmm. Art. Though a comparison with software engineering is always... It's, <laughs> I think it's good to have comparison points. I don't want to reach too much, though. <laughs> um, so aside from like eliciting like emotion, like what, mm -hmm. what, um, I, I think there's definitely a, a sort of more purely experiential like way to consume <laughs> art that it's also like perfectly, like it, it's, it's also a good, a big part of it. I don't, I don't think that all of it is something that is to have empathy with someone typically implies that you're you also understand what they're experiencing emotionally whereas art doesn't have to conform to these sort of well prescribed experiences you can be just over you can be overwhelmed by a piece of art without having it take any particular shape or it taking a different shape every time you you experience it. So we started off with the idea that, you know, artists are typically, maybe they're like quite good at predicting what people, what people's experiences, emotional experiences in particular are going to be like. But now we also have the idea that sometimes, um, well, people's experiences transcend the artist's expectations. Um, maybe they have different emotions from what the artist would have predicted them to have. Um, or maybe what they have isn't really an emotional experience. It's something more like just letting the artwork like wash over them. Yeah, and even or they just have a different response to if if, if something is representational or there's some concrete subject matter and a piece of art like that. There's clear the artist's intent is even possibly even less relevant because it gives you a more concrete issue to like people have more like it, it, it if you're representing um something that someone's experienced directly in their lives then they're gonna have even people on the same side of something will have wildly different experiences of it and i think like the the artist's intent is 
Mostly so not relevant there. A few things that can be, I think, useful to think about separately in this context. One is sort of like um, the artist's own interpretation of a topic, which they're making art about. The other one is what the artist intends to produce on the audience. And the other one is just like the range of um, experiences that the artist like predicts people will have. Yeah. So maybe an artist could like, you know, an artist could have a, you know, a certain interpretation of a thing and a circle event they're representing, but they could intend people to experience something else other than their own interpretation. And they could also know that some people are gonna experience a different, um, have a different reaction and like take that into account, I guess, when coming up with their yeah. piece. Yeah. Do you have a preference? For art that's representational or non-representational? Or do you have uh, a preference for more generally like specific kinds of art? Um, no, I, not really. I, I, I have, I find, I find performance art difficult to consume. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just, I, uh, mostly, I, I find it with no offense to performance artists, but I find it embarrassing <laughs> like to watch a lot of the time and I don't it just So you have an emotional reaction that's presumably not one the yeah, artist. That's not what the artist feel embarrassment for the artist or something. Yeah, I, I feel the same way when I go to a play though. It's like it's I have something about watching people sort of perform is embarrassing to me. <laughs> hmm. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I, it may be projection. Like I, I, I played in bands growing up, and I don't. It seems. Like, I was always deeply uncomfortable with it. So I, it's. It seems like this is a case where it's like your empathy is playing a big role too. It's like you're, um, you're, you know, watching this play or this performance, and um, it's like the thing you immediately do is like put yourself in the yeah. art, the like performer's shoes, but in a way where it's like. You're putting yourself as yourself in yes, their shoes it's, and it's, not, it's not like a version them. of them. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like artists presumably are trying to do more of the like putting themselves in other people's shoes. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't like performance art because your empathy kind of gets in the way of enjoyment. Um, but what do you like? Um, I, I don't I, I don't have very strong tastes as far as like form, but I don't I don't know. I. I, I like seeing what people I know produce. I like mm -hmm. more. I I don't seek out a lot of art from. Uh, it's I, I'm always interested in seeing either things that people that I know care about, or are Im like impacted by, or things that they're producing themselves. I don't really have. I guess I don't really have much taste in art otherwise. <laughs> uh. I'm, I'm, I'm consuming it by proxy. Mm. What do you think it would take to have taste in art? Um, I guess it may not be a lack of taste. It may be the wrong word. But I, I, I don't have... I don't put the energy in to figure out sort of what's around. Like... So it seems like maybe something, the way in which you engage with art is, um, you know, you're not um, particularly seeking it out, um, and you're also maybe just kind of um, 
going with your first responses or something like that. Um, yeah. You know, like if you feel embarrassment, that's kind of that's going to be like the guiding emotion that you're feeling. But do you think why is, why are those not totally fine ways to engage with art? Are there like ways in which one is supposed to engage with art that you feel like? Oh no, I, I don't think they're wrong at all. I think mm-hmm. I think yeah, there's just. I think there's much more active. There are people that are much more actively engaged in art, and maybe I don't know more problematic ways than I do. <laughs> I don't know. See, there's an entire like the industry around art is all about engaging in art and looking at it as, as kind of in very cynical market-based terms like, that aren't really necessarily connected to. I don't know any of those more emotional concerns or more personal concerns. So I think, I don't know, I'm kind of interested in pursuing your view of like, sort of like what good engagement with art looks like, because it sounds like you have some thoughts on that. So it seems like you think it needs, it, you know, very good engagement or, you know, would be active, but active in a specific way, like not active in this sort of like, oh, active because I want to make money or something. I don't know if there's like a purity test for this or not. I don't. I, 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 I. Maybe the question is, what does this active engagement look like? Do you have examples in mind, particular features that are involved? Um, I really don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what the difference in how people consume art. Uh, uh, is other than kind of how I consume it, which is in a very passive way. I'm sort of being dragged along, which I enjoy, but I don't. But once you're dragged along and once you're dear, do you think you're also consuming it passively? No, like, I think it's pretty active. I, I okay, think so in the more. moment it is. I, I think as far as being aware of what to seek out, I'm very passive. I, as far as what I'm experiencing, an exhibit it's it's very active right okay so what i want to talk about is like what that what it means for that to be active i think it part of that is going to be just about attention like paying attention but yes. there's going to be more to it than that yeah i think it's trying to understand and similar to what we were discussing before it's like the artist is has like what they what they they themselves uh, interpret about their own piece, what they intend others to interpret about it, all of the, these different viewpoints about like how how, how it could be consumed. I, I think it's kind of maybe it it feels like my it it feels like only right to take like that role as a consumer as well to like to read the artist statement to understand like you know, some bit of the process to, or as, as whatever amount that the artist wants you to know about it. And then to also just sort of uh, let yourself consume it without being bound by those things as well. Just sort of let it wash wash over you. Yeah, it seems that you think of art really as this like communicative activity where, you know, there's an artist who is you know, trying to elicit some 
range of responses, so they have that intention, um, they have the intention to do so, and then you as the audience, what you're trying to do is kind of like recognize, like s you're, get, you're trying to like see things as they intended you to and also sort of recognize that intention on their part. Yeah, which is also how philosophers have traditionally thought about language and communication. So it seems that you're thinking of um, art really in like super communicative terms. Do you think that art is trying to, you know, we're having a conversation, we're communicating. Part of what that involves is that, you know, I say things with the intention that you'll like, you know, recognize the things I'm saying. And, you know, you're, you as a listener are like doing that kind of work of like recognizing what I intend you to like you know, here. Do you think that in art, we're trying to convey something different than we are in conversation? So in conversation, like, you know, right now it's like mostly about like ideas, beliefs. Do you think that art is also about that or is it more about something like experiences? Um, I, I think it depends on the artist. I don't, I, I think it can be. I, I, I think it maybe skews more experiential, but... I, th I think the, the 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 nice thing in art is that these for the form of it is like often like transcended by like what the artist is able to do with the form. Like it's it, so art is communication, and it's like kind of very powerful, or has the potential of being kind of very powerful communication in that yeah. it can communicate like a very wide range of things, including sort of. Well, both kind of views about what the world is like and also like experiences and emotions. Yes. But to do so, it requires kind of active collaboration of the audience. Yes. Yeah. Well, I like that view. Um, that's a good view of art. Um, do you... It sounds like a, one thing that comes out of that is this idea of like, well, art as being, you know, valuable because it's communicative. Um, and maybe art also has being valuable because it allows us to like train our empathy. You know, it's this like active thing that we take up where we're really trying to explore the context and um, know enough to make sure we're getting at the right interpretation, which maybe, you know, it's like a skill we can use more broadly when we're trying to communicate with other people. Absolutely. It's, I, it's often, I, I, I find myself like learning a lot about people I already know, like, consuming the art that they make. Like, to, Do you have any good stories about that? Um, Illustrations? Specific ones? I have a friend who had an, a painting exhibit recently who, like, I found, like, seeing the paintings, like, to, like, it completely changed my idea of, like, how he identified himself. Like, they all felt very like deeply personal, and they're all fairly abstract, but like full of kind of recognizable symbols, particularly like cultural symbols. And they're things that I hadn't ever associated with him, and it was surprising. Um, like maybe I was too surprised by it. Maybe that's my problem. <laughs> uh, but uh, they're I. I, I, I find like that sort of experience compelling. Uh, it's just maybe why that's a lot of the art I consume. Is... Do you think the format, the fact that these were paintings, uh, was part of why you learned new things? 
you know, these might not have been things that would have easily come up in conversation or in other kinds of social interaction. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, uh, and yeah, in this case, he's not somebody that I've ever had the sense felt comfortable talking about these sorts of things, which is like, yeah, it's, it, it, lots of people have difficulty talking about all sorts of things in their lives. So that's, it's, if they're able to express it artistically, then yeah, that's the right means for it. Yeah, so another way in which art can be valuable, we're sort of talking a bit about the consumer or, you know, uh, yeah, the consumer of art side of things. But it seems that another way in which it can be, that art can be valuable is in allowing us to express things that we would struggle to express otherwise. So it's like um, the consumer can like receive more information, um, like maybe some stuff about like how the other person experiences the world and not just stuff about their views about the world. But also it seems that the art producer, the artist can um, communicate things they would be unable to communicate otherwise. Yes. Um, so art is sort of like a vehicle for like closeness between people that we'd find it hard to get to otherwise. I think that dovetails nicely with like the idea of it, it really can be seen as just another form of or, or functioning as communication and just rather than or, I mean in, in addition to other things. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you.